Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? Good. How can I help you? I just wanted to call and say thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, this is John Edward calling. So humbled that you invited me on your show. Thank you so much and good luck. Thank you. You you're the best. All because right. that's, you are All so right. right. You're right on the teeth. You have not said nothing that I don't know anything about. Your colors are fantastic. That's wonderful. You know, I feel a lot more comfortable. I felt good tuning in. Uh, I just got good energy when the reminder of the show came across my profile. And uh, the fellow hosting it has had really great guests and good energy. And, you know, it it, it feels really good. Uh, May everybody's heart's desires uh, be divinely blessed. Very good. Thank you. I want to thank you so much for giving me a chance to be on your show. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much, Tori, for joining me. Oh, it was a pleasure. We could have done two hours, Michael, you know. (laughs) One more. Okay. Please, don't be me. 
it is you, dear, 727. Oh, my God. I Good evening, everybody. It's Tuesday, July 12th, 2011. You're listening to Be The Light Now Radio. I'm your host, Michael Carbone. It's so nice to have everyone here with me tonight. We're going to have another wonderful evening. Um, having a little bit of problems. I'm not sure if it's my mic or if it's Blog Talk Radio, because I know Blog Talk's been having some issues. Um, but either way, when we're broadcasting only on Blog Talk Radio tonight. We're not doing um, through our website, uh, because I just realized just now, uh, nobody can hear me when I'm talking on my microphone. So, um, and I don't have a spare handy. So, anyways, we're just going ahead and we're going to play it this way here. We have a phenomenal guest with us tonight. Go ahead and find her in the queue here. Now I'm backwards now with the phone, with the queue because I'm calling in on a different phone number. She's a phenomenal psychic. A reader, healer, teacher, speaker, and a writer. She's based in Los Angeles. I need to get there one of these days. She's born and raised in Chicago, and she moved to L.A. in 2006 with her husband, who happens to be an actor and a filmmaker. Welcome to the show, Chris Cahill. Welcome, Chris. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. It's nice to be here. So tell Can everyone else okay? a little bit more about yourself. Well... I was um, born and raised, as you know, in Chicago, and I actually studied art. I went to the School of the Art Institute of Chicago, and I trained as an artist. I graduated from that school. But the the whole time, I mean, ever since I was a child, I, I was always sensitive to and aware of energy. And the way that I dealt with it is I would get sick a lot. I would just, and I think that's a pretty common thing. You hear that a lot from people. It just, I, I was always picking up energy from everywhere, but I always had this, feeling, this knowing somewhere that I could learn to heal, that I could learn to heal myself, and that I could, you know, find a way to do that for myself. And then, uh, let's see, at the end of the 20th century, the very last part of the 20th century, I took a meditation class that really, literally changed my life. And it was at a school in Chicago called Envision that I truly believe is the greatest, I mean, it's the greatest clairvoyant school I know of. That's what it is. And I, I ended up training there and then uh, teaching full-time for six years before I moved out to Los Angeles. I was the assistant director for a little while and um, just really got to do everything that we did. And it's a pretty big school now. It's a beautiful place. So I became very committed to healing and to being a, a psychic reader and a healer and teacher. And my, I see my job, and really I love my job. I, my job is to say hello to the spirit say hello to the spirit of people and to um, really shine a light on where their power is. So that's what I do as a psychic. I really say hello to where somebody's working, what's happening. I mean, I, I look at relationships and, and money and career and all the rest of it, too, but I really love to say hello to where are you working, what's happening with you, what, what's going on in your life, what is it that you're moving towards. And, you know, I, I love what I do. So I could go on and on for about a month and <laughs> talk about this stuff. Is there anything in particular you'd like me to really kind of focus on a little? No, I was just trying to get to know you a little bit better and all and see where you're coming from. And 
Uh, so how did you know that you had these gifts? I always knew, but I didn't. I was raised in a in a primarily Irish Catholic neighborhood, and being a psychic wasn't really on the top of the list of career choices for Catholic girls. So anyway, but I always was aware. I grew up in a big, old, old Victorian house, and I always knew there were other energies there. I didn't really want to see them, but I knew they were there. And as I grew older, I kind of got a little cynical about that until... I hit my late 20s, early 30s, and I just realized I want to start to work with this. I want to start to learn more about this. And I kept, you know, searching and seeking and looking, and then it was when I found a psychic meditation class that really helped me start to become safer with having my own abilities that that they just clicked. They just clicked in and turned on really quickly. A lot of people don't turn on their own abilities because they're not safe. And everybody has them. They're human, but not everybody wants them. So some people are born with more permission having them, and then others are, are they kind of come into it later. And I was trained in a uh, clairvoyant program that really helped open up the ability to see clearly, which is very, very neutral. There's a lot of non, there's, there's non-judgment and not really trying to control the energy or tell people what they should do. I was also trained, and I'm in a complete agreement with this, to not predict the future. I never liked it when psychics would predict my future because they generally were wrong. Not ever, not all the time. There's some really, you know, some that were right spot on, but whenever somebody would predict my future, I would look them right in the eye and say, no, I'm not going to do that. And I know that I know myself better than that. So when I trained as a psychic, that was actually very important for me. I really wanted to learn how to get deeper, kind of into where is the person coming from. And I can see what's coming but I also can see how people change that by their conscious choice. So even though if somebody, yeah, I could say to somebody, okay, if you're, if you keep going on that same path, it's pretty likely you're going to create this for yourself. But if you start to look at it in a more conscious way, you're going to change what it is that you create. People really have so much power, and I, I really believe that that power is something that we are, we are evolving right now to a place where people are starting. to find that more for themselves. It's really the time. And I'm uh, I'm right in there. I love it. I love seeing what people do. I've seen so many people create miracles for themselves from a healing level to creating just incredible relationships or having their lives be the way they want them to by starting to turn on their spirits and their own abilities. So this is this is really where I come from and I I know that the way I look at it is not the way everyone does, but I really, um, it's, I guess that's why I'm here, <laughs> to look at it my way. You know, and I also believe that amusement and humor are hugely important. I teach meditation classes and healing classes in Los Angeles and also by teleseminar now, and my classes are very amused. I just don't see it as having to be completely serious or doing anything perfectly one way or another, but you know, let's let's look for what's the fun in life. Where's your joy? Where is it that you get to really heal and and enjoy yourself and have fun? So that's, you know, that's what I do. And then I write about it as well. Um, But uh, that's that's where I'm working right now. So how is L.A.? um, uh, Is it very receptive to spirituality in the psychic uh, world? Absolutely. L.A. is, is... I, I like to joke when I first moved out here that everybody and their dog is psychic. And it's very, it's cute. You know, I like it. But people are very open to being 
psychic or to spirituality, and everybody's got their own different little focuses in different ways. Some of my very good friends are astrologers, and then other ones are working more as healers, and I know other people who work as clairvoyants as I do who have a similar focus um, who are out here. So, you know, everywhere you go, you just see all kinds of different ways people are doing this, and people are looking. They're looking for answers. They're looking to heal. We're living in a time when everything's falling apart, and I don't see that as necessarily being a bad thing. Um, so people are looking. They're, they're going for what's the meaning in life. And out in L.A., that's, there's a lot of permission for that. Believe it or not, Chicago also has a huge amount of permission for that, and a lot of people are surprised when they hear that, but it does. So, you know, that's where, I, that's where I've actually been a psychic for longer than I have out here because I've only been out here for five years. But I do it full time, and I so I run into people all the time out here doing this. I've also started doing um, house healings recently. Very funny. I I don't even have this on my website, but people have started calling me to come in and kind of clean out the um, the beings that are haunting their home, and I love doing that stuff. It's really fun. That so, sounds interesting. So it, yeah, it's really neat. It's always it, it's like something that I realized years ago, because I used to, before I understood how this worked or started getting that experience for myself, I used to think the beings just come in or they invade or they do this or do that. But generally, almost every time I do a healing on someone's home or go in and help them reown a space, what I see is that the beings are just getting in on where that person's not owning, where they're not owning um, energetically on some level themselves or the space. And sometimes you have the beings that are confused and they don't know that they don't even have a body anymore. They don't know what fear it is. Um, and I help them take a step and kind of move on and go get some peace. But the ones that are coming in to be invasive generally are coming in to kind of really hug somebody and try to get in their space. So I help them uh, take a step past that, you know, teach people how to ground themselves and how to protect themselves and move the energies out. But it's pretty fun. I'm not afraid of those things, and I was when I was a young person, and I'm grateful to now have, you know, a lot of faith with it. So. Yeah, I've, I've run across a little situations like that, and it used to, um, even though I've had my abilities uh, since I was a kid, there have been some situations where uh, one situation in particular, I've moved into this new apartment, and I went out for the night, came back home, and every single candle I had was lit. Ooh. And it just freaked me out. So I, yeah. up and I ran down to a friend's house and said, i got to spend the night here. And, But it's like if that would happen to me now, I'd be like, okay, who are you yeah. and what do you want? Exactly. Yeah. But I've noticed that, too. So many people are wanting cleansings and saying, oh, well, i got spirit around, and how do I talk to them? And what do I do? Yeah. And you can see it. There's so many spirits and beings on the planet trying to communicate. I mean, that's one of the reasons why they, they go in and mess with people in their homes. They just want to communicate. You know, they yep. just want someone to say hello or, or to get a message or something. It's really funny. I just moved, my husband and I just moved two weeks ago today into a new, a new location. And I realized when we moved into this house, um, there, were, there were all kinds of little funny things that happened. And, my grandmother, who, who passed about four years ago, 
she was the one showing up, and she doesn't usually show up and get in my, my in my space. Like once in a while, I'll notice her and say hello to her, but she was all over this move. And then I realized why the house that I moved into is an older house, and it's got really neat details, like a a cabinet, a buffet that has um, plate rails. You know what those are? No, I haven't heard of those. They're like from the 20s or 30s, but they'll have them in a dining room cabinet where you behind glass, and you can lean your plates up against the back. It's kind of an old-fashioned detail. And there's my grandmother, and she's in my face saying, put my plates back there, because I have all of her old plates. <laughs> it was really funny. So I did, and then she went away. <laughs> she was fine with that. But it was so fun. Like, okay, she's just now, getting a little pushy with you. Oh, she does. Today's her 99th birthday. I realized that oh. when I called in today. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. It's her birthday. So I had to say hello uh, to her. Maybe she's going to have messages for you tonight. Who knows? Oh, she always does. She shows up or slams the door, does something. But it's kind of fun. You know, I just say hello to her. Oh, you stop being so bossy. <laughs> yeah. They always have a way of doing that, don't they? They do. And, you know, it's okay. It's really, it's kind of fun. Like, they've got to be heard. She actually talks yeah, to my mother what, a lot. Oh, does she? Yes. I was going to say, that's what happens, too, when it's like, all right, what do you want to say? And, you know, and they just have the way of getting the messages across. And it's like, all right, I'm listening. Exactly. That's what you have to do sometimes, to say, yep, got it. <laughs> got the message. So what's your most unusual um, experience? Put it that way. As a psychic reader? Yes. Or as a human being? <laughs> uh, we'll, go, we'll go as a psychic reader. As a psychic reader, let's see. You know, I, I, I think there's been so many, I can't quite put my finger on one, but what just popped up out of the blue here is the, um, the times, I, and I guess this is just part of my education over the years is, you know, learning about, spirituality and free will and people really kind of just really having the power to do things for themselves. I, I was raised to be very, very, um, oh gosh, responsible and take care of everybody and be the kind of healer for the group. And I started to unlearn that stuff years ago when I started doing this. So I realized there, there was this one woman who was uh, came to be a student years ago at the school I taught at in Chicago, and she was, none of us thought she was going to ever come back again. She's an older woman, and she was walking with a, a cane, and she said she was going to be in a wheelchair, and she was really crabby. She was a crabby old lady, and everyone's like, okay, we're never going to see her again, because all she did was grouse the whole time. But then she became a student, and then at one point she was my student, and she was other people's students. And over the years, I just watched her, like, blossom and lose age, like lose her she, – she became younger. See, I think she had been in her – 70s when she started coming in, and that was very unusual, very unusual for us. And she's just she she was like the person who taught all of us about non-judgment, just not judging what somebody is going to be able to accomplish or do. And then years later, I think I I'd already left the school and moved out here, and I went back to visit, and I saw her one day she, when I went to go visit there. And she was hilariously just so looked so beautiful and so good, and she had these these kind of butterfly barrettes in her hair, and they and I could tell she had really gotten her space because she had these butterfly barrettes that were kind of they were like little beings in her hair. They were flapping their wings. It was very funny. And I thought, you know, this is 
this is such a gift. It's such a wonderful gift I'll always have to see someone change so radically like that. When a young person does it, it seems more doable or you you're kind of expect it more or accept it. But when somebody who is in their 70s does it, it's a gift to see that. And I don't know if that, if that qualifies as unusual, but I see that as really unique and, and beautiful. So that's, that is that beautiful to see that. Really wonderful. It, it showed me the power of healing the spirit and getting in the body with it. So that's that's why my commitment is working the way I do. Definitely. Cool. Well, would you like to take a couple of calls and then we can ask more questions? Why, sure. I'd love to. Okay. And, well, how long am I doing? Uh, how long would you like these readings to be kept to? About a couple of minutes. Five minutes? Um, yeah, that's usually what we do. Um, you know, if, if we get a lot of people in the uh, call queue, then I'll say, you know, mm-hmm. we have to just limit them and all. But, uh, yeah, usually, you know, a couple of questions, you know, little mini reads. And, all right, sounds great. And, and then, because we're going to, uh, uh, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll start off this way here. What's your website so people can My website, contact you? Sure, it's chriscahill.com. And that's K R I S C A H I L L.com. There's no www. It's a http chriscahill.com. Okay, cool. This way, then, if anyone wants to get a hold of you for a private one-on-one reading, they'll be able to go ahead and do that. Wonderful. Thanks. You're welcome. All right. Here we go. Area code 503. You're on the air. Hey, Michael. Good evening. Hello. Who's, is this Teresa? It is. How are you, dear? I'm good. I had a really good interview today, so that's what I'm calling about. What do you guys think? Cool. Wonderful. Well, let's see what Chris has to uh, get, what information she gets for you. Great. Hey, Teresa, how are you? Hey, Chris. Well, Hi. I'm feeling pretty good today. <laughs> you look you look happy. <laughs> can you well, can you also please tell me your full name? Are you um, okay doing that? Yeah, Teresa okay. Marie Patton. All right, let's take a look at you and present time, the the picture I see is I just start to look at what is shifting or changing with you and specific to today is, um, first of all, the energy of green, vibration of green, just a brilliant green, and it's a green of healing, and normally I see green as as growth and healing, but I'm seeing it with you, a lot of it's healing, just a feeling of letting go of old, old. A large backstory of what's being yeah. healed. <laughs> well, the picture I, I see with it is that it's like a big old iron trunk that is filled with stuff, and you finally got to, it's kind of like a Pandora's box and that you've been hauling around energetically. And with what happened today, it looks like the box is crumbling. There's, there's just like this old, the old energy, it's like dust crumbling away. Yeah. It really does look like old, old energy you've been hauling around. Some of it just not you. And a lot of it just looks like it was held together. But the, the picture is it was held together with popsicle sticks and duct tape. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's, <laughs> but it's really more about um, you, a lot of resistance. There's a lot of resistance to change and moving forward. And some of that just wasn't your resistance. It looks it like it's what you've been all. letting go. Yeah, it was the other piece yours. around me that I needed to get rid of. Well, and then... And, and please just accept this picture as not meaning anything um, negative, but you, um, that in the past, it's like you were the mommy dog and they had all the puppies. And yeah. you kind of shook the puppies off. They were they kept not 
letting go. And you're yeah. like taking the puppies off and saying, okay, now that's it. I have to go eat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's time for me, time for me to go and take care of myself. And yeah. it's, it's like you're you're actually letting go of a lot of old responsibility that you realized was weighing you down. Like were you – there's another picture of you as a um, an umpire kind of in a softball game and – but it looks like everyone got angry at the umpire and started throwing, whipping the balls at you. And so I just see you, you're like, okay, I'm done. I'm not playing this game anymore. I'm done. So exactly. with the job interview specifically, back to that, it looks like what happened by you letting go of all this old baggage, literally literally baggage, but also everyone's stuff. I mean, the, it's the, the straw that broke the, the camel's back. I mean, everything that just piled up on you, you just got over it and you finally blew the picture. And blowing the picture just means you pulled your energy out of the old responsibility picture and yeah. moved forward. And as soon as you did that, you freed up a lot of energy and it made it easier for you to be seen today, to be seen in that job interview and to feel, um, I see a picture of you having kind of like little jet packs under your feet, sort of like on the Jetsons. I don't know if you ever watched the Jetsons. <laughs> I might be dating myself, but it's a um, I it's remember like, the, you know, pardon? I remember the Jetsons. You remember the Jetsons, yep. Oh, so yeah. It's a picture of you having like little jet packs under your feet, like moving forward. And the key is, the thing I see that's help, that will help you, not telling you what you should do here, but just that it looks like it helps you to remember that whose life you are living and that and whose life you are living is yours. Exactly. And actually what's helping you move forward into this job creation space. You didn't have energy to create before what you needed. And also what's happening now is that, I mean, we've all been through so much this year with the, the energy of the planet shifting and all the rest of it. It looks like you finally stepped out of the old, um, you're just done. Yeah. So, well, it's been a long time. It, it's been a long time. And then there's it's been a long time for me. I got seriously ill, and that kind of was the impetus for all this learning and bit of and changing. Yeah. That's wonderful. It's You can use any of what you're doing moving forward to heal yourself. I mean, literally. And getting a job that you want and, you know, that will validate you and that will help you with what you want is how you're going to heal yourself. And I would just be as selfish as possible in that direction. By selfish, yeah. I mean... You know what I'm saying. It's not about yeah. being narcissistic. It's about being caring for yourself. That's yeah, and this one will help me get to where I want to go. It's not the yeah. end stage, but it's it's a huge step for me. Well, yeah, it looks like it helps you pull yourself up out of the sand pit. Exactly. You know, kind of like, exactly like what I need. Quick sand. Exactly. And you <laughs> just just got to keep cutting those cords to people who are trying to use your energy. Right, right. Just pull them out, yank them say, okay, you know, I trust you all to go live your lives. The only one I want is my actual puppy, my son. <laughs> yes. Well, but even he kind of... has to be kept at a distance. Yes, and he needs to also respect your space. So the yeah. more you respect your space, the more he will, the more everyone else will. It starts with you, and that's what you're realizing, and that's why you're starting to move forward. Yeah, and he's old enough you. to care for himself. It's not like I'm pushing him away. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, let's see, I think we might have, um, I'm not sure, do we have time for another uh, reading here, Michael? I mean, another question? Sure. Oh, I don't really have any. I'm just ready any. for okay. the new job. I, you know what? There's one more thing that comes up, and you might have already done this, but it looks like one thing that helps you as you're moving forward with this 
is to really get rid of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff that you don't need, objects, yeah. items. Yeah. Go, go through your closet, and if you try something on and it does not validate where you're at right now, it has to go. Don't make any excuses. Just get rid of it. Yeah, I have been putting them all in Good. a pile. I just need Perfect. to make a visit to the Goodwill and get yeah. rid of it. Give, give them away. That's it. That'll that'll help a lot. Even if you don't know what's coming next, just get make space. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, good luck. Yay! I know it's it's been a long time coming, but I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, you you are you are ready. I I really it really looks like that. It starts with you, so just keep remembering that you have that power. Thank you so much, Chris. Oh, you're so welcome, Teresa. Take care. Good luck with all of your work. All right. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye, Teresa. Bye, Teresa. Hi, Michael. Hi, I really, I really like that. All right. She's she's such a sweetheart. Such great energies. Oh, she is. She's wonderful. She's she's such a healer too. Now she gets to go work on her. I love that. Yes. Inspiring. Area code seven two seven. You're on the air. Seven two seven. Oh, uh, she had the problem last night, you know. Huh. Okay, well, she's going to have to just call in using Skype, evidently. Right. Go ahead, we'll take another caller. Yeah, every time we, sometimes we have technical issues and all where the phones don't want to work correctly. Area code 510, you're on the air. Hi. Hi. Can you Who hear me? Good. It's yeah. kind of hard to hear you guys, so I'm going to try to do my best. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yes, I can hear you. Okay, great. What's your name? My name is Kelly. Kelly, would you like a reading? Yes, I'd just like to know what you see for me um, in terms of, I guess, relationships, my job, that kind of stuff. Just whatever you see. Okay, great. Um, Kelly, would you please tell me your full name? Uh huh. It's Kelly Megan McBride. All right. Wonderful. And I'm the reading color for you. I see it's uh, kind of a brilliant tangerine orange. It's a really, it's just a really pretty color. And when I take a look at, uh, I'm going to look at relationship first because that's the one that looks like it just has all the energy on it right now. And I look at your relationship space. It's the space you have to create the kind of relationship you want. Um, is there one person in particular you want me to read, or do you want me to just read the space of creating what you want? Um, just the space. Okay. Yeah, that's what, that's what it looks like. Um, and the picture I see is you dancing alone in that relationship space, but you're trying to what – what I see you doing is kind of dancing around the space, around the outside, the perimeter of it, trying to – really make it yours, you know, trying to, to the, pic, the picture I see is you being in the center of it and around the sides of it, trying to make sense of it somehow. And it looks like there's an, an old energy in this space that doesn't make sense, like an old problem to solve that really isn't a problem you can solve, but just some old stuff that, that needs to go. And it looks like it's not complete yet. There's just an incompletion of 
Um, it looks like a puzzle, too. And it looks like something you didn't put in there. I mean, you didn't put the problem or the puzzle or the, uh, the, pro- the, the thing you can't solve. It kind of didn't come from you, but you're participating in it at some point. And what I see is when you go to create what you want, it's important for you to really I see I see what I see is the word honesty and truth. To be really truthful with yourself and honest with yourself about what you want. So to create the kind of relationship you want in this space, it looks like there's something from the past or just some old an old relationship that where there wasn't a complete honesty or truth and it's been hurtful and something that's old to clear out. It's not a problem to solve. It's not that you, you never, it doesn't look like you did anything wrong here, but that there was just something left behind for you to kind of solve at some level, if that makes any sense at all. And I just see it as moving this stuff out or letting it go. It's really a letting go. It's a forgiving of, of old energies so that you can create something fresh. And the other thing I see with, with creating on this level is, what whoever you are in relationship with, whether um, you know you have the, the you create the relationship with the the one on one the romantic relationship you want, or with friends or family, it looks like where you're working right now is in being honest about what you want and what you need. So that looks like that has to do with that honesty um, picture I was reading. It's this. I see it's you being honest with yourself first and foremost about what you want to have or experience in a relationship as, as opposed to what the other person can bring. And another way to put that okay, is... that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, 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 you okay, can so think then about do, you see, do you think I should move on from this? It looks Trying like... to make this relationship work. The, the energy in here with the old thing is kind of done. It, it looks like it's, mm-hmm. it's not working for you, and it's not in present time with you anymore, and it looks like it's... It's kind of like a it's it's a karma to clean up and move on from. So the honesty is you just being honest with yourself about how much of this how much of your energy is this really sucking away from you and taking, and being able to let it go. It doesn't look like you're getting a hello in that relationship. You know what I mean? Like you're not getting a true communication or hello. You know, like, you know how it is you can be in a relationship with somebody and sometimes it feels lonelier because they're you're not being seen. It looks like it's time for you to be seen. <laughs> and it doesn't look like you're going to get it from that one. Okay, so, that sounds good. And then do you see, like, anyone in the future or, like, kids or any of that kind of thing? Well, when I look at you, and this is important now, because I don't predict that stuff because you're the one creating it. It starts with what you create within yourself. When you let go of that old stuff, and here's, here's the, the, the bottom line, of all of this is not really truth and honesty, it's value. It's how you value yourself. And it's not that you don't value yourself, it's that you may not have um, completed some levels of that within yourself that it, it's time to for you because you have value, you have great value, and you have a lot you give and a lot you bring. So when you go to create what it is you want, you know, the, the kind of relationship where you're valued, where you're respected, and treated well and you have what you want, family you want to create and all the rest of it, it starts with you saying, this is what I want to experience. This is who I want to have with me in my life. Like maybe not the person's name so much as the kind of person, you know, a person of integrity, somebody who 
is honest, who loves me, who's trustworthy, who whatever, whatever the qualities are, I would write it down. Or, like as if you're ordering it, write it down. It really works. That's actually how I got my husband. I'm not kidding. <laughs> it works. I had to be really honest with myself years ago, and I'm telling you, it uh-huh. freaked me out when he showed up, but it does happen. So write down to yourself. <laughs> be very, very honest with yourself about what you want and not what you want them to do so much as what you want to experience. You have the power to do that. It does work. And, it's, it's, again, it starts with how you see yourself, Kelly, because every relationship you create starts with the one you have with yourself, and that's where you're growing right now. The relationship with yourself yeah. is what your big deal is right now, and you get to decide what that's going to be. It's not up to other people what that should be. So when I look at you creating the relationship, you have absolute power to do that. I see that you have – that is an absolute possibility for you to create, but it's got to come from you saying, I can be loved and I'm, I know that I can have this. And, I mean, because I don't, I don't see it as – I mean, if you create another relationship based on your old relationship with yourself, you'll have to repeat what you just went through. Yeah. And you don't oh, want to do that. Sense. So I could predict that and say, yes, do the same thing, and you're going to create the same thing until you learn. Because you're trying to learn. Uh-huh. Like, you're not doing anything wrong. You're just trying to wake up to your own value, and mm-hmm. you have it. Mm-hmm. So you having a relationship would be what heals you. Having a relationship mm-hmm. that you're loved in would be what heals you. So I would work on that. That's yours. Mm-hmm. You can totally That's do fine. that. Thank yep. you so much. You're so welcome. Good luck to you. Be well. Well, thank okay. you, guys. Have a great night. You too. You too, dear. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. So. So you've been doing this for uh, for a while then with um, – you do you prefer doing phone readings or in-person readings? I do phone in person and Skype. And I didn't really do a lot of phone readings until after I moved out to Los Angeles because a lot of my clients are still on the East Coast or like in the middle of the country. And then I now I have people all over the country and I've even done Skype readings with people in Italy and, you know, England. And so I'm, I'm getting clients in different places. And that's really fun. I love that. I really like seeing people in person, but it doesn't matter. I can read on any level with anybody. You know how that works. You do it too. Yeah. What do you yeah, prefer? and some people prefer. Um, I do either, 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 or. Um, yeah. So it doesn't really bother me. Yeah. So, but um, you know, I like it. Depends on the person I'm reading for. Some people it's easier to read them in person, um, and other people it's just um, you know it's a lot easier to read them over the phone. But um, you know, I you know I don't really prefer either um, either over the other one. Yeah, it's really it's. I'm finding that as I expand how I do my my business too, my classes, I'm doing them more by phone, teleseminars now, and in person, and it's just really a different experience either way. I, I value both. I like them both. So the, we might as well use the technology. You know, it, it's really wonderful to have it. Why not? Yeah, I agree with that. It's a lot Great. of fun uh, after you get used to the technical issues, of course. Yes. Yeah. Last winter, I, I when I decided I wanted to start doing webinars or video classes or whatever, and I my first picture was I'm going to do video classes, and I was just all excited and all psyched about this, and I 
set up my video classes. I did a free test with some good company, and I checked them out. But it was really difficult to do because so many people don't have the fast connection that you need to do a video class. So we kept everyone kept losing yeah. each other. Or and then then I started okay like okay okay I'll do webinars. So then I started testing out webinars. Same thing happened. And the easiest, most simple thing, hello telephone, <laughs> and that's what works the best. And it's just been a, a joy to use it. So I guess the oh, non-experts. Yeah. Yeah, we have to take that into consideration. Everyone has different internet speeds, so that's the hard part sometimes. It is. It's true. And I want to include as many people as possible, you know, people who are interested in getting that hello or that information. So that's good to have. Now, Michael, oh. I have a question for you. How long have you had this show? I'm sorry that I don't know that. I've actually been doing uh, sh the radio shows now for just over two years. Wonderful. Yeah, because your show looks great. I listened to some of um, some, you know, just parts of past shows today, and I really enjoyed them. Wonderful. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's. Um, I love doing the shows, and I uh, love being able to help other people. Yeah, I can tell that. So you're, and I'm using the technology as best as I can. You're such a healer. You're you're really very healing energy. Well, thank you. Well, you're welcome. Go ahead, and we'll take a we'll take another call here. All right. Uh, Skype caller BBW Lola. Hello. Hi. Hi. Who's this? Uh, my name's Carrie. Carrie. Yes, hi. Hi, it's Chris. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Do you have a question? Um, yeah, I wanted to know um, when you feel like I'll be relocating, and that's what I wanted to know. Carrie, can you tell me your full name, please? Uh, yeah, I'll tell you my first and middle name. My name's Carrie Beth. Okay, take a look. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm reading you from a blue, kind of a robin's egg blue, just a vibration. And when I take a look at you, the energy of you moving or relocating, the picture I see is you are, um, it looks like your energy is in a lot of different, in several different locations at once right now. And by that, it looks like there, part of your energy is in an unnamed location or unknown or not certain of. Part of it is where you're living now, but then part of it also is, I mean, it's really interesting because it looks like you've got it in boxes and trunks and suitcases and a tent and um, a future home and kind of a little bit where you're at now. So it looks like you're really, your energy, like you're really uprooting, you're pulling your energy out of where you've been already. It looks like you don't really have the, I mean, obviously because you're asking me, but you don't really have the um things nailed down for what's coming. And when I see you taking a step forward with that and being able to relocate, um, it looks like you're – one of the things I see here is you're trying to kind of bring along a lot of what it is you're in now or where you're at now. I, I mean, and by that, it, what I mean is it looks like you're trying to bring you're, – you're trying to have everything at once is the picture. So not completely pull yourself out of the energy you're in now while also moving ahead into something new. 
And even though you're not in the new thing yet, it looks like your your energy is kind of scattered. Your your forces, your life force is a little bit scattered with all of this. It's, it's not that you're doing anything wrong. It's just simply that you're. It's a big transition time for you, and you're moving. You are. It looks like you are moving, or you are planning on moving. And it looks like you can't wait to step away from where you've been to some degree. Like you're just ready. But it looks like what helps you take that step. And I keep seeing it as. And, and, and honestly, I I just hate to predict because I don't want to put that in your head as the only choice, but the picture I see is within seven months, just as an energy. It looks like three to seven months, but I see, too, that what helps you move forward um, and get clearer about where you're moving forward or to go into that direction is to start letting yourself pull your energy out of where you are at right now. Does that make sense to you, kind of like pulling it out of – even though like there's a practical aspect to being where you're at, you do want to be there because it makes it easier to do what you're doing. But I see it as this kind of getting yourself ready to um, – it looks like if you can let go of a lot of the stuff you've held on to where you're at, it makes it easier to have enough energy to step forward. And part of what it looks like is that you've been needing to hold on to something where you're at. It, there's a little bit of a um, – just a reluctance, kind of drop it all and move forward. You've been having a hard time freeing yourself, is what I see. So again, it's just it's just that it's just moving forward looks like what you want to do, but you're you're kind of held back a little here. Does that help, Bill? Or do you another question with that? No, that's good. Good. Well, yeah. Looks like if you just start to. What, how I see that is just like going through stuff, get rid of stuff, move things out. Um, really be honest with yourself. I like to, when I, whenever I have to, like, you know, move or something, I like to ask myself, okay, if I'm moving to Paris tomorrow, am I taking all this with me? And, of course, right. I'm not tomorrow, but I'd like to move there some year, <laughs> someday on the road, and I will. And I look yeah. at it and go, oh, no, this is not, I don't need that. Why do I need to hold on to yada yada? I mean, if you don't have a shredder, I'd get one. Just, like, let it, let it be fun, you know, like let yourself kind of let go of the past make it easier it's hard to move forward if you're trying to hold on to everything so it looks like you you're getting there but you've got there's some letting go to do first and then it makes it easier for you to have the energy to do it do you know which month i'm gonna be able to do this you know i don't I, i i can't say right off the bat i see it as three to seven months but see if that really depends a lot on you too on what you you know, because it looks like before the end of the year, but then I see it going a little bit past the end of the year. So it just depends on part of it is you being prepared. And by you being prepared, I mean like having your energy ready to go. I know that's, that's like a little bit frustrating sometimes too because you're you're trying to live somewhere and have a place to work out of, to, to be grounded from. But it looks like you're in such a transition that um, – it, it should actually not be that hard to do for you right now at this point. There's just some freedom in this. It is freedom. You're working on a freedom picture here. So good luck to you. I hope that this I hope that this moves uh, much easier for you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. Okay. Yeah, I love using modern technology. It's uh interesting with the energies that we can still pick up 
Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's it's energy no matter where you are on the planet. Actually, one of the most, yep. you, know, you asked me what was the most unusual experience I ever had. I just remembered one, um, something more unusual. Okay. A woman who wanted a reading from me, and she was in the U.K., but she didn't want to either use the phone, Skype, or anything else. I chat, none of it. She had a, an aversion to uh, working with that kind of technology, which is, I was, I was surprised. She wanted a, um, she wanted me to do a reading by chat or email, and I ended up doing an email reading, and I've never done one like this before. So basically, what it was is that I had her questions that she wrote to me, and I did the reading on my own into my recording device. You know, so I sat and gave the reading as if I was giving it to a person sitting right there. And then I had to transcribe it and write down what I'd written because she did not even want a voice file. She wanted it written. It was very, very unusual. But it taught me a lot. First of all, that I never want to do that again because <laughs> it took like twice as long. <laughs> <laughs> but on the other hand, it was really neat. It was kind of a real because she had really interesting, a very interesting focus. And on a, on a past life. And so I think that was part of it. It was like that old energy coming in, not wanting the modern technology. So it was really unique and unusual. And I, I treasure it in hindsight, although at the time I was like, why did I say I'd do this? <laughs> so it was fun. <laughs> yeah, I've done a few of the email readings like that, and it's like, hmm, okay, this is kind of interesting to do. Yeah. <laughs> and do you mean interesting, Michael? <laughs> Did you like it? Yeah, uh, it's it. Yeah, it was okay. Um, a little challenging at first, um, but it, it was okay. I think the most challenging thing I had was uh, doing a proxy reading, where a proxy reading. you know the person couldn't make. Yeah, it's. Um, I have a metaphysical shop that's at a flea market, and this woman owns a restaurant there, and her son wanted a reading but couldn't come to me and didn't want to call in, so wanted his mom to ask me questions. Oh, interesting. She wrote him down. So that's wow. why I call it a proxy reading. She came in in his place and asked me the questions uh, for the reading for him and wrote them down. And she went ahead and uh, relayed them to him, you know, when she went home. And I saw her, you know, like a week later, and she said that, you know, he was saying I was right on the money with it. It was like, that was a little interesting. It's like, especially when it's like, does that make sense? And she's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, that's right, because... You couldn't ask him because he wasn't there, so you had to more trust to yeah. trust that you were, you know, you knew what you were saying, seeing. That's interesting. Yeah. So that was that, that was a little interesting doing it. So I call it a proxy reading, but uh, it was a little a uh, little interesting. But she said that um, he said I was uh, right on the money with it. So I said, okay, that's good. That's great. That's all. That's all that's important, and that's really. And he sent someone who he trusted, in this case, his mother. Yes. Be there. So yep. He had uh, you know a couple of pictures so I can tune into the energy, and then had um, you know had her with a list of questions he wanted answered. Wow, that is that's really unique. You know, we we used to do that um, at the school I taught at. We did in, it's a clairvoyant training, and when I was teaching in the clairvoyant training. Um, the spring before I moved out here, right around the time of the Oscars, the director of the school had this brilliant idea that we were going to be doing, we were going to do celebrity readings. And so the idea was to teach the students 
that no matter where somebody is on the planet, you can read the energy. They don't have to be sitting right in front of you. So what we did was we, at the whole school, everybody, and this is, you know, dozens and dozens of people, voted on who were we going to give readings to because we only had space for, like, ten celebrity readings. So, of course, George Clooney and, um, gosh, let's see, Jennifer Aniston and, and Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt, like all the big the big names got readings. So did uh, John Stewart. And But, of course, none of them were there in the body, and probably none of them ever will know unless they ever listen to me talk about it sometime. But they got a reading. And it was really, really interesting because there, there were so many people who showed up to do these readings. I was overseeing the night that Angelina Jolie got a reading. She got three readings three different rooms with three different big groups of students giving her an aura reading. And I was the teacher going back and forth between the rooms, keeping track of the energy and making sure it was grounded and safe. And it was very, very interesting because every one of those rooms, and I, I didn't say anything to any of them. It was just my job to, you know, keep track of the energy. All of them were reading very similar pictures at the same time, and these were not public things. They weren't public information. These were things like they're looking at her you know, the first layer of her aura, her survival space, and her emotions, all these different things, and just reading the pictures. And it was just to read the energy, the spirit of this person, of this being who is Angelina Jolie this lifetime. So it was really, it was really, really wonderful. The students loved it. Everybody had a great time. And actually, that was a pretty unusual experience, too, I guess. <laughs> it, was, it was neat. So your proxy reminds me of that. That sounds like, a, yeah, that sounds like an interesting um interesting reading situation yeah it was it was definitely and it was a great it was meant to be an educational thing you know for for the school but everybody got so much out of it enjoyed it well good so did you ever get to meet her in person no i have not gotten to meet her in person although i would absolutely love to someday who knows (laughs) never know i mean if your husband has the right connections you never know Right, or if I do. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's always interesting, you know, you never know you never know what's gonna happen until yeah, it happens. You know. <laughs> I agree, and that's what makes life so much fun. Yeah. I'm like I'm open to having those fun things come in, so why not? So. Let's go ahead and take a couple more calls here. Sounds wonderful. Okay, I have two calls. I have two calls here with pri- you know private numbers. So just say hello, and I'll let you know that it's you. Okay. Hi. Hello. Hello, Hi. that's you. <laughs> Hi, my name is Brandy. Brandy, welcome. And it's, How are you? It's Jennifer Brandy Smith. Who are you? Jennifer Brandy Smith. I'm good. It's nice to hear your voice. Um, so, what, what's your question? And you're my at question peak, is. By the way. Um, do what? I said you're at a peach color, kind of a peachy apricot. Oh, okay. Um, nice my question is, I guess, what you can see coming up, well, or whatever you see, whatever you see for me. Well, I'm going to take a look at where are you growing right now. How's that? Okay. That's uh, on a spiritual growth level. That's usually what I go to when people don't ask me a question. So if you do have a question, you should ask me. But I, t- I generally tend to look at what's well, changing. Well, my question is kind of about career. It's, it's a little bit about career, but that probably will tie into it as well, I'm sure. Say that again. I'm, I did miss you what you said. Um, normally it's, it's about, about career. career. Mm-hmm. 
Well, the picture I see, and, and you know, that, that does dovetail nicely with um, the growth pictures that are coming up, because the picture I see is you, as I get started, is you standing underneath a tree, almost like Eve picking an apple from the tree, but it's not you as Eve, and it's not that you're doing anything you shouldn't do, but it looks like it does have to do with that tree of knowledge. There's something about you getting more information or wanting to have more information or learn something, but it doesn't look like you don't have the information you want. It looks like you're trying to get uh, to validate that you do have it, that you do know, that you do have this, that there's a, a certainty. And when I look at where you're working and where you're growing, it looks like it has to do with your certainty, with being able to really, it's kind of like having an entitlement that you you are, um, that you do have experience and you do have information and you do have know-how and that there's value is certainly part of that, but it looks like it has more to do with um, that allowing yourself to to know that you do know. Um, there's a, a lot of, uh, especially in your career space, it looks like you're trying to brush past an old, just uh, old job titles or um, self-descriptions or ways of um, having seen yourself or thought of yourself in the past. And it's not that any of that was bad or, or not working, just simply that present time there's this new wanting to move forward. And it looks like it, it's a shaking off an old unconsciousness or an old I – I keep seeing, and it, back to that apple too, it's like shaking off an old kind of gray energy or uh, white energy yeah. that looks very unconscious and very invalidating to move forward mm-hmm. for where it's bright, shiny red, where the apple becomes bright, shiny red, and that it becomes real. It's really about making it real in present time. And this other old energy is a little bit not, um, even though it might have been real at the time or you thought it was, it's not you, it's not really you, and it's not your truth. So when I look at you in your career space and in your growth, I mean, that's really the, the same thing in a way because what you're creating career-wise is coming out of where you're growing within yourself. So I see this one to shake off this old thing. There's another picture here too, and I didn't read it yet, but it's important because uh, you being in a female body this lifetime, part of that entitlement you're looking for is where you've seen men have an entitlement. And I don't mean in a negative way, men being entitled where they shouldn't have been, but where you might look at a male coworker and go, God, how come he just is able to go ahead and just naturally, confidently move into that, and I have to go struggle? And it's this, not you being a victim, but simply saying, okay, I'm done with that. I'm done um, not giving myself what I see other people being able to seemingly, naturally, confidently move into, if that makes sense. It's, a, it's giving yourself a different, a, kind of a different starting line somehow is the picture, you know, where you might have um, sort of held back in the past, but it's just moving forward more confidently, more certainty. And that, that makes like a lot this, of sense. Well, good. And it, if you if you want to be more specific, ask me specifically about a um, a company or a job description. But I'm looking at well, really you, you're already doing the thing you need to do to go in that direction. So go ahead. Really, that that's what I really want to know the most. Um, is is that gray energy almost gone or is it gone? Because I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, the gray energy is a, um, it's dissipating. It used to be really opaque and thick. And what's happening is it's 
dissipating. It's still a little smoky. And it's funny because I see you holding on to it to remind yourself that it was there and you're not going to let it take over your life again or get in your way again. So it's kind of like you're almost like somebody would hold on. We have a photograph. You've got sort of this this energy sort of imprint or hologram of this energy, that the gray energy, that's really now just smoky. It's very transparent. And what I'm looking at is, okay, you can just like just go and blow it away. You know, it's like it, it, it can go. You have the power to get rid of it. And it's not, it's not um, taking over the way it used to. Because it looks like it used to kind of just move in sort of like the blob as an energy. And oh yeah, I've now, always had a very difficult time in my career in in my career life, and um, it's been very rough. And I'm just hoping that it gets better because you know it's just been tough. So I know what that means. Yeah, well, part of it getting better for you is that confidence that you are building for yourself. It's really giving yourself permission just to be to 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 be you know to rock the way you know you can. It's what you've handled in the past has been kind of you've you've sort of been um, cowed by the energy or frightened of it. It looks like if you let yes. go of that fear, and that's what what that gray looks like to me is fear. Yes, there's a way to move forward. Now, there's actually something I, um, I'm going to suggest, and uh, an author I'm going to suggest to you. And you might know who he is. He's a pretty well-known marketer. He's a writer, and he's brilliant. I think he's a spiritual writer, but that's not what he calls himself. His name is Seth Godin. And he writes really brilliant books that are easy and wonderful to read. He's very present time. You can Google him, look him up, and find his stuff. But he will help you with your career stuff because he's all about, that's what he writes about, about moving forward on that level, letting go of the fear. But he, I, I always think of him as being a spiritual writer. I've even written about him on my blog, and I wrote to him and told him so, and he thanked me. <laughs> but he's, he's a business guy. And it's um, really neat what he writes because he's writing for the 21st century business people and, and career people. And so you might want to look him up. I think oh, that will inspire you. Yeah. yeah, it'll inspire you to do that. So is there anything else with this? Um, I guess just one other quick thing is, um, I guess, did you see me getting that career that I'm looking for soon or I know now, what, the date. What do you want are, to do? Do you know what you want to do? Like, do you have the name of it? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually um, into alternative medicine that I'm still studying, so I'm not going to be able to do that right now. Oh, that's great, though. That's really good that you're going to do that. Um, I look, what I'm looking at in the present time, just with you moving toward that stuff, is that that, I mean, that does look, not that I have to tell you this or give you my blessing on it, but it does look like it's true for you, and what you've done in the past wasn't in your truth or necessarily in your best interest to get kind of wrapped up in, although it looks like it helped you get on this path. So it looks like the more you are able to focus your energies on this, I mean, just really start to create those new pictures for where you're going with your alternative medicine career, like how you want to do it, however you call yourself in that, however you, you're a healer. And where you've gotten kind of caught in the past is that you're working at a different vibration from a lot of the people you might have been working around. And it looks like if yes. you can let, let go of needing their approval, and it's yes. really time for you in your life to be moving toward 
um, autonomy on some level. And I don't mean that you have to be alone or lonely or do it all yourself because you're a community person. You'll create community and have community, and that's going to work for you because, I mean, that's what your field is. You've got to. <laughs> you know, but it mm-hmm. looks like you know how to. And it looks like if you can step away from needing the approval, it's kind of like needing parental approval that never comes. It's the same mm-hmm. thing with people who you work with. Like if they're just not going to approve of you, you got to let, let go of needing that. And that will help you as you're moving into creating your new pictures because they're going to be what comes out of your truth. Remember, I was, I was reading to you that you already know. You have a lot of information from past lives as a healer and from mm-hmm. you being a, here for many times as a healer and as a, um, you know, on many different levels, like a medicine woman or a medicine man or, you know, that kind of a person in the community and the person who would sometimes in some lifetimes sort of be ostracized, but that does not have to be true anymore and it isn't true anymore. It, it was even, you know, look at what happened to chiropractors for many years. They were considered witch doctors and now they're considered yeah. fantastic healers. And you moving forward into your career, it's this ownership, not needing the approval of the group that's going to help you. You can create your community. You'll find the people who can support you, but it's got, you've got to let go of that needing the approval. Does that help? Oh, yeah, it does. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're so welcome. Good luck to you with your career. Thank you. Take care. Okay, bye. So it sounds almost like you're doing uh, a little bit of aura readings also. I'm an aura reader. I'm a, I'm a clairvoyant. So I do I do okay. look at the aura. I'm reading the pictures. So that's what I'm doing. I'm not I'm not having, you know, spirit guides that are necessarily telling me what's going on. I'm looking at the pictures. I'm looking at what this person is. I often see uh, past life stuff come up and um, different things like that. So it's very colorful. <laughs> Yeah, so one thing I haven't been able to do is read people's auras yet. You know what? I'm sure you so, can. I'm sure you can. I know. Yeah, it. I'm sure. I'm sure you can. You're a psychic, and you're you're a wonderful healer. You, it's just that. Now I don't walk around. Um, some people say they walk around and they see you know auras around people all the time. I kind of don't have it turned on when I'm walking around. I mean, I'm always working on an energy level. I'm always aware of energy, but I work in a specific way when I'm giving readings that is be, being able to be a bit more sensitive, and I don't do that in my normal everyday life just like going to the store. Yeah. Of course, I've, I've often read the aura yeah. of an avocado. Is this a good avocado? <laughs> you know how you can do that. <laughs> yeah, we know what so, energy is and all. And, yeah, we kind of, you know, knowing me, because I – Knowing me because I like making jokes a lot of times. If I was to see people's auras all the time, I'd be like, wow, man, this is trippy. Yeah, exactly. It would be too much. I mean, it would be hard to drive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's seeing all these it. rainbow colors and everything all over, it's, yeah, it would be kind of hard, especially if you saw some you know, some black auras or something. It's like, oh, oh, wait a minute. Right, exactly. Yeah, so looking at the energy that is in people's spaces, that's just not them. Whoa! Don't bring yeah. that over here. <laughs> yeah, stay in your own lane. Get away from me. Exactly. Well, you know, I don't know about you, but that's one of the places where I am the most psychic in my everyday life is on the highway, on the freeway, 
I am so conscious of what is going on out there. I guess it's just natural to protection. And it's not that I freak out. I just simply, I know. I know where the energy is. I know where it, where it all is around me, and I know exactly how to drive in the middle of it. And I think that's just something I I probably started doing that when I first started driving at the age of 16. But it's now I'm really more conscious of it. Do you do that? Sometimes, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll know. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Nope, got to, you know, got to be careful. And, um, you know, they... Um, you know, knock on wood, the angels and guides uh, are always there to protect. And uh, yeah. I had one uh, one intersection one time, and my other half was like, oh, my God, it's like you definitely have angels watching over you. And, you know, right. I passed through, the light turns yellow, and there was a car in the left turn lane, and they were waiting to make a left-hand turn. Well, evidently, somebody going northbound was also in the left turn lane and wanted to pull a U-turn. And they decided, I'm not waiting for the light to turn, you know, to turn green again. So they decided, I'm going. They literally, we were literally inches away from hitting them. And I slammed on the brakes, and I turned the wheel, and you could see us. And there were people at a convenience store, and they said they could actually, well, we didn't hit, thank God. But they said you could actually see us going side by side, inches apart. Until finally they decided, oh, there's somebody else here. And then they went into the middle lane and all, and I almost went, you know, I almost went into the sidewalk, but he's like, oh, my God, you definitely have angels watching over in it there. It's like, it was like inches from hitting. And we were literally, you know, driving parallel to each other until they decided to complete their turn. And then he's looking at me and getting mad at me, yelling at me. Right. As if you did something wrong. No, is that funny? Yeah, it's like, hello. Yeah. And But it's like, the angels and guides are definitely there protecting. And I had a feeling. Something was up, and I was just like, "Okay." And but they were right there and helped uh, and helped and all. And uh, but yeah, I went across, you know, you know, two other lanes of traffic, and didn't hit anybody or anything. And uh, it's just you know, they're just they're watching. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you you certainly had protection. That makes a big that makes a big difference. Absolutely. Yeah. So, let's go ahead and take a couple other calls here. See who else we can help out. All right. Love to. I would love to. Oh, let me first. I was brought to my attention. Uh, evidently, BTR is having some phone issues, so if you're having a hard time calling in, just keep on uh, trying to call in. Uh, the lines are open at 347-539-5349. Don't give up hope. You'll manage to get in. Wow, Erica two zero seven, you're on the air. Woohoo! <laughs> Chris, it's it's Jan from your teleseminar. Jan, you are capable. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful, Michael. This is Jan. It's from um, I she just finished a class of mine. That's great. I'm so yeah. glad you called. Well, hello, welcome to the show. It was a fabulous class, too. I have to tell you, she's a great teacher. And I didn't oh. see her at all. <laughs> That's right. We've never seen each other in person. Thank That's you, true. Jan. That's true. Wow. Um, I'll make this really quick for you. First off, I just wanted to say that I've been taking notes because everything that you've said to everybody else kind of fits into what I need to hear. So um, when you told that the other caller... Um, instead of writing down what you wanted the other person to be in a relationship, 
instead write down what you want in the relationship. Big mm-hmm. like uh, lights went off in my head and bells and whistles and confetti actually fell from the sky. But Excellent. Um, <laughs> it's it. So I I have this list because I'm you know I'm trying to do uh, LOA and I'm trying to get everything in, in order and just believe that it's there. I have a list. It's like four pages long of what I want in a relationship or what I wanted him to be. Now I'm making my own little list. It's only like 20 things. That's <laughs> it's great. It's so much better, but it's a much better way to look at it. So kind of segueing into that, what I was there, there are two things that I'm looking for. Um, my career slash spirituality, which to me are together, um, just I want to know where I'm going because I feel stuck again, and I can't. Uh, I keep having this stuck thing, and I just I really want to just go and do it. Right, and you're um, doing. You're I want your healing practice. Your, yeah, your healing practice, correct? Okay. I I think that well, unless unless you see something else, I think that's where I want to be. Right. I wish okay. I was. I felt stronger about myself, but um, so so. What do you see about that? And then I have a relationship thing. But Perfect. Jan, why don't you just tell me your full name, just because I, I want to get the vibration in present time. Janet Marie Riddle. I love your name. Okay, Jan. Oh, I'm going to go, we're going to read you from a turquoise greeny color, real brilliant. Um, first thing I'm going to do is to take a look at your career, at your okay. healing. It's actually your healing practice. Because it already is a practice. You already you've already set it up. But it looks like it's the picture I see is that um, <laughs> you're standing outside, uh, kind of by you know if, in your garden. If you had a garden, I don't know if you do or not. But the picture is you're standing out in your garden with a shovel and you're digging and digging. You're trying to dig up the earth. You know how you have to kind of like turn the earth before you can <laughs> plant stuff because you know otherwise it's impacted and it's you know. And I see that you had really heavy duty kind of you know, packed down earth to dig through. And but you've got this nice little bed all dug up and it's all the the, the uh soil looks really loamy and real pretty, kinda of like you amended it a little bit with some compost and you're getting all ready for planting. But the picture is what's really funny is you had to let go of something that was perfect. There had to be you had to let go of somehow a perfect energy or a perfect picture about needing it to be perfect. And I'm not sure what that is, but that looks like past time. It's this old yellow energy, and it looks like it was pretty when it was brand new, and then it, you know how when colors kind of fade and dull over the time, over time, and they age, sometimes they get a little bit, you just look at them one day and go, oh, that's old. And it looks like it's that kind of old energy of this old past time energy in your career space, in your practice, actually. And some of it just looks like it's old. What I see is it's your old self-image. And as you've been changing your self-image, your practice and your business are, it's as if you're, um, and it's not you're doing, you doing anything wrong, you know, working the energy of present time. It's like you getting yourself into present time with yourself. Kind of like what you just uh, told us about making a list in, that's much more present time, realizing that all you had to do was really worry about yourself in a relationship right. because then you realize that there's less control then. You don't have to control everything. You can just simply have. And so right. I see with your your practice, there's a similarity. It's kind of like it looks like in the past you were you've always been enthused about it. You've always had your spirit in it, and you've always been right in there with it. But you and you gave yourself permission to create. But you came from 
it having to be kind of perfect or in a certain way. And that's all shifting now because when I look at it, it looks like in present time, part of why it looks like it's stuck is because it's just fuzzy. You know, there's a, it's, it's almost like you had a snow globe and you picked up the snow globe and shook it to, to clean off the snow from the whatever the image was, and now everything is swirling around and it's hard to see it clearly. So part of it is that you're creating the new picture to be to be very clear here. I'm just I, I know I'm going into all this energy, but you're creating a new picture for what is your practice? What exactly are you doing? How do you define it? And mm-hmm. also, here's the other thing: it's not that you don't know; it's that as you've changed, your clients are having a hard time knowing what it is exactly you're offering them because you're not giving away what you used to give away, which was you. You're changing right. how yeah. you how you right. do it. Like you're realizing it's more the giving and the doing the work and validating it in a different way. Like you're in a transition with the practice. There's nothing wrong with your practice. It's just that you're, you're I can see you're freaking out a little because you're worried about, oh, my gosh, is it falling apart? Is it, where, you know, I need to, I want to get these clients in here. What's happening? It's invalidating. Exactly. And, and they're happening. Yeah, and they're, yeah. you know, everyone says they're going to come, they're going to come, don't worry about it. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I think I feel that I'm not giving out, like, the welcome that's not out there for them, even well, though I really, truly want them. <laughs> here, try this. Instead of the welcome mat, because before the welcome mat was sort of on your back. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I don't mean that in a, as a negative or an invalidation to your clients, but in a way you were that was kind of what you did was you welcomed people into your space and you're working it from a different place now where you're not, you're not, uh, it's not unfriendly. It's actually, you have more to give because you have more of you available and the way you're doing it now. So what I see is it's an ownership of that. When you move forward in this relationship, oh God, isn't that funny because I'm calling it a relationship. It is a relationship. It's your relationship to your, to your um, business. And it looks like, what what helps you to take a step with this is to really ground it. Like, just work it, you know, how you learned how to do it as a symbol of a rose, but also just imagine it. You might even go work in your practice room and imagine that it's there as a as an energy and you can ground it and just let the old go. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to step out with a new picture. And the new picture is you're welcoming people in and saying hello to them however you want to do that. But what's not being offered anymore is you giving away your energy. It's a giving without giving away. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's just not to be afraid for you, not to fear. So that's what it looks like. And I, I know we only have a few minutes with, with um, each question because I know you have another one too. But I would say just with this where you're working, don't be afraid to to be honest and and truthful with yourself in present time about what you want in that in that career space, what you want okay. to offer, and what you're what you are offering, what's on the table exactly. Does that make sense? Okay. Does that help? Yes, makes total sense. Right. Good. Total and then relationship. What would you like the to look at? The relationship thing. That? I just I. How does it feel to you? Well, let's see. Just the space about creating a relationship, correct? You uh, well, you have one now. You you do have one. I do have one, and it's in a little bit of a different configuration now, and it's yeah. feeling okay. It's feeling good. I'm afraid to trust it, but 
um, everybody keeps telling me there's somebody new coming in. I don't, I don't know, is it someone new coming in or is it a change in the person who I've been with that makes him present new? Well, the, the picture I see is that the person you've been with is sort of backed away, not in an unfriendly way, but sort of um, I see his eyes wide open and he's looking at you and going, oh, huh. It's sort of a, a consciousness coming, dawning on him or coming into the relationship between the two of you, just a new energy in there. And I see yes. you picking up more space in the relationship than you did before. You taking up more space, you being bigger. Yes. And not taking up his space, simply taking up more of yours. Again, it's very similar to, and this is going to be, I would tell you something, these are going to be similar pictures across the board with everything you're doing now because you are taking up more space and you're changing and your awareness of yourself is that you are growing. Like, it's not that you're walking around, running around, telling everybody, I'm growing, hey, hey, you know, get out of my way. It's more of a, <laughs> you're taking up more space because you have more of your space. So people are responding. And it looks mm-hmm. like that's what's happening in your relationship. I don't see that this one's on his way out right now, but it does mm-hmm. look like there's kind of a uh, backing up going, huh. Sort of, it looks like not all the chips have dropped yet in terms of what, what the two of you, it looks like it's a truth. Not in a negative way, sort of a truth, like peace kind of, but truth is just not generally, um, it looks like it's not being completely defined yet. Mm-hmm. It, There's it's a being shifting defined more, the, more now, though, than it was before, so maybe it's a transition well, then. It is, and it's also defined more on your part, like you're more conscious than you were before, so you're not bending over backwards just giving it all away anymore to other people. I know. Isn't that great? <laughs> I like to see that. That's lovely. Because <laughs> you're, you're always a giver. I mean, you are a giver, but now you're being more letting yourself have. So good for you. It's wonderful. I, I, I learned a big chunk of that from your class, so... Well, I'm just, I'm just saying. Well, for saying that, that's nice. But I'm glad, so, I'm glad that you is that it works for you because you had to do the work. So I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't do that. Yeah, work. and I'm more than willing to do it. That's that's the cool thing about it. I'm in the right place now to do it. I just, I just want to put my head forward and go. Wonderful. You know. So thank you so much, Chris. Michael, you're doing oh. a great job. Everything is going really well. That's great. Well, thank you. Thanks so much, Dad. Talk Thanks, to you again. Thanks, Chris. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. I love her energy. She's got such bubbly energy about her. Isn't she great? She's been my Facebook friend. We just, like, met on Facebook. We don't really I, – I don't remember who threw, but we've been sort of talking for a little while, and then she just finished my class. And I posted everything on Facebook and Twitter right before the show tonight just to remind everybody – and I'm so glad she got through. So she's a sweetie. Yes, so I'm, am I. I'm sure you'll yeah, hear, I love, you'll I love her energy. Again. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah, I've I've reached my I've reached my limit of you know the five thousand friends on Facebook. So I've got a, a fan page that people can join too. So. Well, I'll make sure I, I do. I wonder if the owner of Facebook. Yeah, I wonder if the owner of Facebook has the the limit of five thousand friends. Um. Hmm. Now that's a good question. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not is right. Exactly. That's so funny. I know a lot of people complain about that. It's like, 
5,000, where'd that number come from? Yeah, I know. And it's like, oh, well, I've reached that a while ago. It's like, oh, well, we'll just spread out into fan page. Exactly. That's, that's the way to do it. Yep. Good. I bet you do. I bet you have a lot of people on there because a lot of people listen to your show. They like it. Well, thank you. Let's oh. go ahead. We'll take area code 650. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Uh, my name is Carol, and I'm from Northern California. Hello, Carol. You're just Hi. my northern neighbor over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and my question is, you know, I've tried for many years to lose weight, and it just never works. Do you have anything psychically that's going to, like, am I just doing everything wrong? I mean, I even have a lap band, and it just doesn't work. Well, let's take a look. And, Carol, would you would you be willing to tell me your full name? Sure. Carolyn and Regalia. All right. You have a great name. Thanks. Leading you from a, looks like an ultramarine blue, kind of a brilliant um, ultramarine. Uh, present time, I'm going to lighten that color up a wee bit, and present time with, the, with um, your question about weight loss. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at you as an energy and um, Spiritually and also physically, but I want to take a look at your spiritual, your your agreement between your body and your spirit, just to see what mm-hmm. is present time communication going on. Mm-hmm. I see your body has been trying to get your spirit's attention. It's been trying to get your attention for a long time regarding some energy that's sitting in the body that you've just not that you've held on to, or it looks like actually the picture I see is that. Since you were really young, it looks like you mm-hmm. tended to kind of take on, um, I just see this as sort of, the, the picture is you as a child um, saving things or holding on to energy and putting it under cushions on the couch, but, you know, on the sofa, but it looks like actually what you're doing is putting, saving or holding on to different energies and putting them inside of you, like you're holding on to different kinds of energies for other people. So the energies you're holding on to, they're not yours. Your own energy doesn't make your body um, need to to have a lot of weight. What what your body will sometimes do is to protect itself is it will surround itself. It will it will like take on to protect itself. And I just see this energy of your body, um, the picture is emotions. There's like an emotional level. Because you know bodies that's how they communicate it. Feelings mm-hmm. emotions are always telling you things. And I, I don't know if you've ever. And I, I don't. Know, I'm not saying that this is like the be-all and end-all solution, but it's one one way I see that can really help you with this to um, start to get more of a communication between your you and your body, between your spirit and body. First and foremost, your body's not wrong. So I know that sometimes it can be really easy to, to blame the body or to, to make it wrong or to be to invalidate it, not meaning to hurt yourself, but it's not wrong. Your body's been trying to tell you something. It's not the, it doesn't look like it's necessarily the kind of food you're eating or the whatever it is. It looks like, although those things can all certainly be checked, and I bet you checked them, but it looks mm-hmm. like it has to do with emotion. And what you've yeah, because I don't eat quantity well. that much because I have a lap band, so if I eat too much, I'll throw it up. Right, and it's not the, the quantity so much as what's in the food, like I'm kind of looking at it, I'm looking at two different forks in the road here. One is the emotional level of what you've handled or taken on and held on to for others. 
And I actually see it as a picture of you being responsible for other people's emotions in your life, that you've done that many times, like where you might not have intended to or didn't think it was unusual because you just can. It's sort of like where somebody uh-huh. else won't, won't take care of their own emotions and then you end up becoming responsible for how that person's feeling or what they're going through or just, you know, as a, as a person yeah. who cares or who takes sure. care of. Your body doesn't yeah, I do like that. that. Yeah, your body doesn't like that. That's, that's I have where to you stop get, caring about everyone else and just care about no, myself. No, it's not, not at all. It's not that you have to stop caring. It's that what you could do, this is where you get to grow spiritually, is start to look and see what have you taken on for others because there's another picture that goes with this, and I kind of mentioned it to an earlier caller too. This is a big one for a lot of people right now, the picture of value. So your value, um, it looks like since you were a child, because you could, because you knew what people were feeling or you knew who was in pain or you knew who was having a hard time or you knew who needed something, you would take it on and try to, that, that was kind of how you would help them or heal them, but without necessarily being conscious about it, just simply doing it because you could. You're, you're very empathic. You have a lot of, um, you understand how people are feeling, but mm-hmm. what, you've, what you've done is you've hurt uh, to some degree, hurt yourself with that because your body cannot take that. Like it's you holding on to it, but then not letting it go again. So this is the spiritual growth. The spiritual growth is being able to let go on an emotional level, and meditation can help you with that. But so can things like, um, and these are these are wonderful things, and they're really fun to work with too. Flower essence remedies because they heal the, the emotions. And another thing is um, kind of like things like essential oils and flower essence remedies. I don't know if you've ever worked with those or used them. I have, they, yeah. Orange oil to sleep better and, yeah. Well, flower essence remedies are different from oils. They okay. actually are homeopathic versions of flowers, but they really do work with helping to heal the emotions. But the big thing is meditation. Meditation, grounding, listening to your body because you've kind of not been listening to it. And when you start to listen to your body, it makes it easier to start to let go of. Again, mm-hmm. your body's not wrong. It's not, it's not faulty. It's never done anything wrong. It's just simply responding to the energy that you have really taken on, where you've been responsible in a way that's not your job to be. And mm-hmm. then the other thing that, that I would look at is, and this, just look at it for yourself because there's so many ways to look at this, no processed food, get away from wheat, get away from grains, and start doing much more clean, clear food, like clean, clean, clean vegetables, fruits, and so on. Okay. That makes a big difference. I always difference. thought maybe in my past life I starved, and that's why well, I've helped you know what? You might have, but I wouldn't just look at the past life. I'd look at what are you doing in present time, and it looks like in present time you're not listening to your body, and you can and what makes it easier to listen to your body is to be safe in it, and meditation and grounding can help you be safe. Those are some suggestions. You might also find that you really would like to, you know, do a, um, a gentle, grounded yoga class or something that just helps you to listen to your body. There's also a okay. wonderful book out that I recommend. It's called Fierce Medicine, and it's by Anna Forrest, and it's about clearing fear out of the body. She's the inventor of forest yoga. And it's just a beautiful story. It's her story, but it's also about, like, how you clear fear and pain out of the body. And that's some of the stuff that it looks like if you can start to do that and work on that spiritual growth level, Carol, you'll be able to have a, make a big difference in losing weight for yourself, too. 
Don't okay. make your body wrong. It's not wrong. It's it's responding. So okay. that would be my my reading on that and my suggestion to you. Okay, you're, yeah, I just looked her up, Fierce Medicine, yeah. Fierce Medicine, it's brilliant. I just finished reading it. I, I absolutely loved it. It's great. Yeah, because I do work out a lot, but I don't do yoga. Well, and working out maybe is not a bad thing. But no, it's no, I should maybe switch yeah. over. Okay. Okay. Well, they do what your body would like you to do. And yoga, I know, can help you listen to it. Working out, sometimes we don't have to listen to our bodies. We just sort of turn on the automatic workout thing. Yeah, and just do it. And I'm like, gee, I work out. My friends are all like, Carol, I can't believe you don't weigh 100 pounds. I'm like, I know. I don't know why either. (laughs) I think you just take it on for everyone, and maybe that's the the switch here. It's like you could start to change that, and it will change. I'll read that book and see if, you know, what she says, too. Yeah, I have a feeling it'll help. Okay, thanks. Good luck, Carol. Take care. Okay. okay. Bye-bye. 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 You know what I found helps me because, um, for one thing, you know, money is so tight, and trying yeah. to also find a time to go ahead and do it, is I bought a Wii machine. Oh, And they yes. have a special where it's like, you know, you get the Wii machine and you get the Wii Fit or the Wii Fit Plus. Yeah. And they also have one, if you go ahead and get the balance board, and they have a yoga one. Oh, that's great to know. And they teach you the different yoga poses. And, you know, of course, you know, it's all about uh, posture and balance. And it'll let you know, you know, it's like, oh, no, here you go. you got to lean a little bit more this way, do this and all. And it's it's rather enjoyable. Oh, it sounds so And they fun. have a meditation. Yeah, they have a meditation one in there where you can go ahead and, um, you know, you sit on the balance board in, um, in a yoga, you know, with your legs crossed. And you go ahead and you breathe, and I guess it it feels your vibration when you're breathing. Right. And it goes ahead and flickers for a candlelight. Oh, is that fun? That's so And so they have fun. different ones that are all in there, and it is. And you know, and that's what I've learned to do. It's like, hey, I can't afford you know the weekly yoga classes and all. And you know, this helps you to go ahead and learn the right poses and how to do them. And you can do the ones, and it shows you if you're having a hard time doing something. Here's a different way you could do this, and it'll let you do it differently. Right. So it's really oh. interesting. So this way, then, you know, you pay that one time, you know, save up your money, pay for it, and then you could do it in the privacy of your own home. I, that just sounds wonderful. I haven't seen the Wii machines in a long time, so I was not at all aware of that. That's great. Let me check that out. Yeah, you get, yeah, you get the balance board that they sell for it, and then you can also get the uh, the yoga one, and they've got a whole bunch of different type ones, but, you know, talking about yoga, um, that came to my mind is about the Wii Machine. That's great. Nice. I'm going to, you'll be, I'll be, once I get off your show tonight, I'm going to go Google that. <laughs> get off. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. <laughs> I'm go find that. <laughs> yeah, it's Lovely. fun. I mean, that's what I do here at home. Uh, you know, a lot of times I just get so busy doing stuff with internet stuff, and I'm like, okay, I need a break, got to do some yoga, and you know, I just go ahead and put the DVD in there and turn it on and go ahead and take out the balance board and do some yoga. And it's very relaxing. Yes, yoga is. It's very relaxing. I definitely need that. And it's the breathing admit, that is the big deal. Yeah. And they and they have you hold the pose for so long, and it's like, okay, you got to do it. And, you know, you rack up. It's, it's a game, of course. Uh, but, you, you know, you have to also, uh, some of it, too, you rack up points for if you can hold out long enough. You know, you get more oh. points for doing it. 
Well, that's interesting. So then you get to kind of compete a little bit, too, if you want to. Yes. <laughs> yep. Very funny. Nice. Erica code 904, you're on the air. Hi, Michael. Hi. It's Brittany. Hi. Brittany. Hi, Brittany. How are you? We're good over here. I'm doing well. <laughs> it sounds like it. Um, I really want that. I didn't know that uh, the I, I don't have a Wii or, or anything, but now I have an excuse to get one. That sounds really um, exciting, the yeah. yoga, and it corrects you. That's a good way to tie in um, or old world um, uh, exercise with uh, modern technology. <laughs> So isn't that fun? Yeah, yeah so I happy like to know that. about it too. <laughs> and I'm a giant child at heart, so even though I'm 42, so I'm still very much into all of that. Anyway, okay, um, well, that is healing for you to be a giant child at heart. So good for you. <laughs> so go ahead. What's your What's your question? And actually, if you um, mind telling me your full name, that would help too, if you want. Sure, to. it's um, Brittany Ann Oakley. Okay, great. Got it. Kind of a magenta color here. So tell me, what's cool. your question? Um, well, there, I have lots of questions, but um, I'm going to focus on the immediate, um, which is I'm in school, I'm finishing, uh, I'm going to be an esthetician, do facials, and I want to use my Reiki and healing hands to, with all of the facials. I was a massage therapist, and I can't really do that physically anymore um, because of an accident um, that changed my life, woke me up. Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh Yeah. It was I, I. It was a. I'm like a cat in my ninth life. <laughs> so oh. I'm very grateful. Very very grateful. But um, I am. And Michael's probably so tired of hearing this. I'm just trying to be certain of my student loan is supposed to come in um, this week. And it's just the back and forth with the school and talking to different people. And it's such a game and it's so frustrating. And I, I just I want to make sure that it comes in. Um, when I need it, because I actually very much need it, and I'm counting on it to kind of get myself on my own two feet. I've been living in my mom's house, and it's just not um, conducive to mental, emotional, spiritual, physical health here, and <laughs> that's all I'll say. But <laughs> right. <sighs> breathe. <laughs> yes, so. exactly. Yeah. Well, and then your question has to do with the student loan or with you taking a step with all of this? Cause what I, I am t- taking a like a big fr- a frog jump as soon as I get that money. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like a like a leopard frog. <laughs> well, the picture I see, I mean, it's pretty quick, too. It's, it's not so much about the place where the student loan is coming into, like where you'd have to, you know, where they'd have to, the bureaucracy of that. What I see is it has more to do with you um, clearing out an old agreement, and some of that is with your mom and some of it is with your family, just in general, like the family group, but it's about Mm -hmm. how you get to um, heal yourself or have your life the way you want it to be. Not that you haven't before. It just looks like it's a new level of it. Yeah. Um, Kind of like you're going down another staircase deeper into the deeper uh, cellars. Well, you didn't realize how good the wine was that was stored down there. And you're like, oh, i got to go down to those cellars. Because there's some really good wine down there. And it's just that's oh. the picture. It's like being able to go down to where there's more treasure. And the treasure is you. It's within you. But there's also this stepping away from the old agreements, 
with the family group. And not that there's anything wrong with the family group, it's simply that your energy, your vibration looks like it hasn't quite been um, a match, sort of. I mean, you sort no, of no, 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 not at all. My mother's yeah. um, an alcoholic, and I have my brothers are. I mean, it's it's. I love all of them very much, but there's been kind of like you know when you put batteries at the wrong end or magnets or or wires, it just has been yeah. you know really frazzling and it's not intentional it's just kind of um it's uh, all electrical <laughs> you know right and well, a lot of miscommunication mi- miss what i'm sorry i said their energy was harsh it doesn't look you know and yeah. it may be that you do love them and you and you you know your your understanding of that but the energy is you're i mean you're born into a family where you're the only one with this particular vibration that you have it doesn't mm-hmm. make anybody else wrong. It's just that you have never, you're not matched to, you don't fit into that energy. And mm, no, so not at all. Hard for you because here you also have karma and you have agreement. And yeah. that does, you know, every, every, you know, psychics and lawyers will tell you around the clock or around the board that every agreement is negotiable and breakable. And yeah. you are doing that. You're negotiating and breaking them. But part of what I see with your student loan. I mean, it's not about the money so much as what the money does for you, which is it frees you. And yes, it does. Work, that's the bigger picture is the freedom. So mm-hmm. to step away from that group, there is a what, what I see here first and foremost is what's going to help you is clear your resistance. Let go of your resistance to everybody in that group. Like you're in so much re- Do you remember the cartoon Pepe Le Pew? Did you ever watch that? Oh, God, I love Pepe Le Pew. And then the, the, remember how all the cats resisted him, and he just stuck to them. Like that's what, what resistance does. Yeah, and and uh, I loved it when they when they pet the stripe that one cat. I don't know how she was disguised or whatever, and then yeah. she just fell in love with him, and he was like, mwah, 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 and she would slip away and come back, and yeah, yeah. I love Peppy Le Pew. Exactly, but he was. But all of those cats, most of them would would resist him. And yeah. he wouldn't go away. And it looks like, and that's just my example to you. You are in resistance to the family. For, not well, they for are kind any, of stinky and not a really charming way. <laughs> I guess that's true. They're they're kind of skunky compared to you. Yeah. And that's no, no disrespect intended here. But it's like you're not, yes, it's really difficult for you. And, yes, it's not healthy, but it will help you, even though it's very difficult to do. Why How do I do it without being insincere? Like, am I supposed to act like like no, you, I everything's you fine? Or? To, you do not have to heal them. You don't have to act. It's not about being dishonest. It's about within yourself, spiritually, releasing the resistance that you're in. That's oh, I release all the resistance that I'm in. So I mean, I, I'm saying that right now. I release good. every good. tiny, infinitesimal, little scrap of resistance I have and at then, all. I'm and ready. Then tomorrow, tomorrow when you wake up, do it again. Because it's okay. going to be like that. Because as long as you're in that house, you're going to you're going to hit new levels of it. But you already have cleared a lot of it. It's not like you have every bit of it you had when you were 19. Or no. You know, oh my lord. Again, no. 20, yeah, you had a lot more then because you're fiery and you wanted to go and get get your life together. I'm an Aries. My dad was an Aries. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I'm a badge, so yeah, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, like, my mother's a Scorpio. Can... It's just not. Oh, that's <laughs> and that's and this is a, this is a swamp. 
and she's swamped. It's very like, yeah, it's not, it's not me. Yeah. I need to be out west is where my heart is, and the mountains and the desert and the, you know, terrain, you know, where yeah. rams go. That's me. Not it's tough because the, the group, even if you don't do what the group wants you to do, and it's really more than just the beings in the bodies. I think you know that. It's also the ones yeah. who are no longer in body, and they're kind of running the show because the ones in the body are not really in charge of even those bodies. So that's kind of a deal. If uh, you're handling a lot of people who are working at a, a mediumship level, and they're not in control of their mediumship. Everyone's got that mediumship, but not everyone's in control of it. So oh, there's like there's other, other there's other entities driving definitely. Yeah, exactly. So it's hard for you, I know, being in the middle of that to even because I feel like I feel like there's a kind of pos- possession. Pos- you know, it's like um, yeah. unconsciousness stuff going on, and I I it I have such a yeah I, I, I it's like allergy or something. Well, it is, and, uh, and, and what's happening is the beings are kind of all over the place. Like, nobody's really owning that house. You know what I'm saying? No. Like, So what helps you to get, and I know that, you know, your big thing is I'm out of here. I As soon as I get this freedom, I'm gone. I'm not turning back. It looks like if you start to communicate on a level with those family controls, the ones that are kind of, that are no longer in body, you know what I'm saying, the ancestors, the ones who are still yeah. around. Say yeah. hello to them and let them know that you're actually, you, no, no offense, but you're done. It's time yeah. for you. You've got to take a step. It's not going to hurt the family. I mean, that's one way to help yourself. Don't be the victim. Yeah. I'm not a victim. That's know, a big thing in this like family. Yeah. I, but I, I, stuff them. happened to me when I was a child, but I'm not a victim of that. Any, I, yeah, yeah. That's good. And my dad... My dad's family was like all very light, so this is all stuff tied in with my mother's family. Yeah, your mom's family's the heavy side, and yeah. you, you really kind of lined up more to your father, and that's kind of where you've gotten punished by some of the beings on your mother's side. And oh yeah. If you can say hello, forgive them. I know you've done a mm-hmm. lot of that, but forgive them some more. Clear the mm-hmm. resistance. Keep moving it out. Just kind of like imagine you're moving it out of you, like just blowing yeah. it up it, getting it okay. out of you, and continue to create your new pictures for where you're going to be. Like, yes. Do it in present, like do it where you're at. Don't put yourself yeah. out there, but do it where you're at and don't give up. It's like a constant, like don't give up, saying hello. And then the other thing I see is um, the people who are handling your your uh, grant, your, uh, what is it, a grant? It's a loan. It's a, a, yeah. It's a loan. Uh-huh. Continue, like send spiritually you can do this, send a hello to them. Like mm-hmm. to say, okay, I'm ready, you know, kind of like not being in their space, but sort of send them a hello. Like mm-hmm. it's just sort of that um, letting, it's just kind of a checking in spiritually, saying hello okay. to them. Okay. Nicely. Like, yeah. hi. You know, I'm like, I'm here, I'm ready. And this is like getting, clearing out the family as much as you can, ground yourself, like just clear that out and clear resistance and keep stepping towards that where you want to be. Okay. Because it looks like it's not a problem when the energy clears. Mm-hmm. When, clear, when the energy, like, moves out, it doesn't look like it's an issue to get what you want. I mean, it looks like you've got it on an yeah. energetic level. It's just, it's just that I know it's, you're trying to make it happen now. I mean, part of it is it kind of a hurry-up-and-wait thing. Yeah. So... 
So good luck to you, Brittany. With yeah, all I, I will, and it'll happen, and it's just um, thank you, though, because I think that's what's gotten me um, back in this situation, like, more times than I've wanted to because I've just, I haven't done the checking in and, and like, affirming that, you know, I I see the connection, but, you know, my contracts are yeah. finished. I, yeah, there's no, you know, there's no more fight. No, you yeah. already won the fight. You don't have to fight anymore. It's clear that yeah. I'm. I'm. Thank you so much. All You're right, well. keep All right. keep me on mute. I just like to listen, but I really appreciate. I pr- really appreciate um, a lot of what you said because it's a much deeper level, and and that's what I need to really focus on now. Thank you so much. Well, good luck. Be well. Thank you. Good luck there. We'll talk to you again soon. I'll, I'll okay. mute you, Brittany. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Brittany. Okay, there we go. Good. Oh, such wonderful energy on her though. I like I like Brittany. She calls in. She's she's looking for help and needs uh, the comfort once in a while of knowing that things are going to be okay. Yeah, wonderful. I mean, that's what we all get to do for each other too. That's why I love doing what I yes. do. I have others who I call who help me with the same. So really, really yeah. Every once in a while, when when. Uh, when I need, uh, it's like, okay, you know, I know what's happening, but I need that little pat on the back or it's like, uh, hello, you know what's going on. Uh, you need that little confirmation. Uh, yeah. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll have somebody uh, to go ahead and give me a reading as well. It is really wonderful to have. It's, it's a hello. It's a spiritual hello. Who doesn't want one yep. of those? Well, I think, yeah, most of us do. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think we got time to get one more in here. Let's go ahead and bring Valerie on there. Hello, Valerie. Hi, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Hi, Valerie. Hello. Hi. Um, hi, Chris. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, doing okay, thanks. I guess good. I was just looking. <laughs> um, I was just looking for a little insight um, as to maybe what you see. I know you said you do, or you know, look at auras. And also maybe what you see just kind of coming up for me. I'm I'm curious to kind of know what I have, you know, uh, ahead of me right now. In particular, any part of your life in particular you want me to focus on? Because I'll just do an overall what's happening with you reading, if you want. Um, yeah, that would be fabulous. Great. Now, would you please tell me your full name? Do you mind doing that? What, uh, Valerie Pollock. All right. In the present time reading vibration, I'm looking at a green, uh, kind of a spring green, so it's like a real kind of lighty, light sort of um, brilliant um, growth. And then the picture I see when I take a look at what's going on with you, huh? um, I'm just looking at this. I'm starting to open this up. And what I see is a picture of you standing in front of, um, it looks like there's, Something that's just completed or you're trying to finish that's behind you, but it's it's a mess. There's all this stuff that's kind of a mess. It's not not in a I don't mean that in a judgmental way. It looks like it's letting go of all this old stuff, and it looks like it's kind of sitting around. And the picture is that you're standing in front of all this energy that looks like it's um, in this pile. That looks like it's very it looks like it's very gray or dull or sort of has been dulling down your energy a little bit. It looks like you're trying to move past that or get get away from it. Some of it looks like depression, but it's not your energy. It's an energy that dulls on your own your own brightness. 
And it's not you, you know, you haven't done anything wrong or anything. It's just like it's something where you just had this sort of almost like having ash coating you from somewhere, kind of like if you were near a volcano that erupted and there's all this ash. And it's just this sort of a muffling or a dulling you down. And when I look at what you're moving out of or what's just changing here, and that's actually where the green is. The green is what you're growing toward. And I see a picture of you trying to, um, and I, I get this as a, as a, uh, at some levels as a teacher too it's this you trying to get to your to have your own energy coming back to you you're trying to find your way or your connection your communication with that part of you that is your own spirit your own truth your own soul that that uh, spiritual part of you so it looks like you're and this is really very broad broadband i'm reading here it's like the bigger a bigger picture there's you trying to find your own answers, your own, you step away from that, that gray cloud that looks like it's actually a lot of confusion and doubt, and it's just not your energy. It looks like it's the stuff you're, um, that's sort of uh, the detritus left behind from what you've been moving out of or what you've had destroyed or what you've cleared, what you've completed. And when I look at more, a little more specifically, it looks like um, I see a picture of you standing in place, uh, in running clothes, jogging, and trying to get your, you're trying to get your body and your spirit together. You're trying to, it looks like you feel uncoordinated or not quite, like not quite on track somehow within yourself. It looks like you're trying to get, like snap back to it somehow. It's just, it's also very, um, and, and I just want to say it because it's what comes up here, it looks like it's very hormonal too, like a hormonal kind of like that up and down of, um, that our that our, our our wonderful female bodies are so good at doing, and I just see this this hormonal shaking up and down. So a lot of shifting and a lot of um, things kind of moving out, but but sort of clinging to you and not going. Like haven't complete, you haven't moved past some of this yet. Um, so as I'm looking toward where this is going and what it is that you're you're, you're trying, it looks like you're basically the bigger picture is that trying to get clear to find your answers in this, to find your um, kind of like where are you going next, what is your next move or your next step. And what I see is not what you should do or how it has to be, but just simply there's, you're in, it looks like you're in the middle of some things that you're shaking out, that you're just, you know, finishing or completing and you're done with. And this is, um, you're, you're completing a cycle. You're getting ready for something new, but what's kind of uh, looks like it's a little bit challenging is you're not clear yet on what that new thing is that's coming. So it's, it's hard, you know, to let go of the old thing when you don't know what the new thing is, and it can be a little funny. Um, mm-hmm. So is this making sense? Is this, uh, is this kind of the direction you wanted to go in? Um, some of it, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, when you said you saw the grayness and you said, yeah. Depression. I do suffer with depression, so um, yeah. You know. Um, I want to say is depression is not caused by your own energy, and it's really when you're in it, it can be. I mean, you know better than anyone else for yourself how that affects you, but it's that it becomes a reality that really ends up. It, it's your reality while you're in it, but it's not really your truth. Well, you know it's my saying? reality. It's my reality of life. Just because I do, you know, it's 
it's something, you know, I have to take meds for it for the rest of my yes. life. And I'm okay with that. That's my yeah. reality. And, you know, the meds are my godsend, so I'm thankful for that. And, right. um, you know, and I'm trying to write a book to reach out to many other people, um, you know, just to, uh, just to say, you know, I feel sometimes you go to a therapist or you go to a doctor, and to some people that's a little bit threatening. And I don't mean like the doctor or, the, you know, they don't say, you know, they don't do anything or say anything threatening. But the idea of it kind of is threatening to a degree. Right, yeah. And right. when, my, I, when I said, go ahead. I was oh. going to say, when I said that the energy of the depression is not your truth, what I mean is it's not caused by your energy. Your own energy isn't wrong. It's true that you need to do what you're doing to take care of yourself, and I don't think you're doing anything wrong. But what I'm saying is there may be some other healing levels you might want to check out if you haven't. Um, I, I always I always look at meditation, grounded meditation. Have you tried it? Mm-hmm. Have you um, tried doing it? Well, I mean, I, I have to get back to yoga because I – and I was going to say to the girl who called you before who was trying you, – you had mentioned yoga – I think yoga is one of the most centering and balancing, helps you sleep better, clears your mm-hmm. mind, just makes you feel better spiritually, mentally, physically. Um, yes, because it's you getting in your body at a different level, and that's what grounded meditation will do for you. And that's what I I would suggest as a as a psychic and a, and a healer, if you can learn some grounded meditation, it can help you with your depression. It's not like I'm saying, oh, it's going to solve everything. Right. Give it a a shake. Give it a try. I have to get back to it. See if you can. Okay. I'm a reader reader as well, and I pick up a lot of people's energy around me. Well, there Um, you go. Clairvoyant. Yeah, and so sometimes it's very hard for me when I'm around, you know, energies for me to be very clear. Well, let me tell you something. I would never, ever, as a reader... I would never, ever give a reading without grounding myself first and then afterward clearing it out. And it's not that you don't do that, but I'm suggesting because you, you didn't seem to know what I meant by um, that grounded meditation. No, I, I See if you I can find someone to teach you that. Mm-hmm, that's, mm-hmm. Something, that's something that can really help you. That's actually what I do in my meditation classes on Sunday morning. So if you ever you go to my website and check it out, I teach that. That's what I've been teaching for over 12 years now. It's, it's a miracle to ground, and it will help with your energy. It will help change the kind of energy you take on and, and, and really help you find more answers for yourself that's in there because you're very capable. You're talented, you know, with energy, but it looks like you're also handling energy that's not you that's been hurting you. And it's okay right. for you to learn how to let that stuff go, and it, it's a process. It's never perfect. It's just simply it's a process. But you're a healer, right. too. You can heal yourself to some degree. In a yeah, you can. It'll, it'll, mm-hmm. you know, keep, keep, keep going there because you're, you're working on it. And I, and I applaud you for that. That's a lot to do. Oh well, thank you, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And when I am in a certain place, so to speak, like a place of mind, or you know, just maybe a great, I will not actually do readings for a while just because. You know, I don't right. feel it's there to them or me. So I'll just step back yeah. for a while, get myself together on a better, you know, in a better place, and then say, okay, I'm ready again, and now I can give an honest, fair reading. 
That's great. I should tell you, Valerie, I know we're we're about to run out of time here. Ah. So I should probably say goodbye to you and let Michael um, say hello to you. But uh, thank you for calling. Thank you. You've been wonderful. I really appreciate what you've said, and I will, you know, work on the grounding more. I'm familiar with that. I will work on it more. I'll get the yoga, and it'll start to clear the energy away for me. So, Good. Good luck to you. Take care. Thank you. Okay. Take care. And Good luck, Valerie. Thank you. Blessings. Bye-bye. Blessings. Bye-bye. Uh, thank you, Chris, so much for joining me tonight. It's been uh, a pleasure. Oh, and Michael, I know that you've been able to help out so many people. Well, thank you. It was my pleasure. I just loved it. It was really fun. Just totally enjoyable to be here. We'll have to have you on the show yeah. again. I'd love to come back. I would enjoy it so much. And I will I will be telling Good. more people about your show. So well, thank, thank you. you. And uh, before we get off the air, let everyone know how they can reach you again. They can reach me. You can find me at my website, chriscahill.com. That's K-R-I-S-C-A-H-I-L-L.com. I also have a blog called psychiceveryday.com. And you can find all my stuff there. Well, good. I look forward to uh, talking to you again real soon. And you have yourself a wonderful evening. And many blessings to you. Thank you. And right back at you. You have a wonderful evening, too. And a great week. Thank you, dear. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in tonight. It's been wonderful, even with the technical issues up at front. And remember, tune in again on Thursday night and Friday night. Friday night, we're having a dual show. Uh, It's Bro and Susan is going to be joining us. Susan gave me a reading today and was phenomenal. So we're going to do a tag team. It's going to be interesting. Check out BeTheLightRadio.com. And remember, unlike other shows that charge you, to get on the air sooner for a reading. We do not do that. We treat all of you with the same dignity and respect that you deserve, and we're not going to penalize you because you can't afford to pay to get on air for a free reading. So until Thursday night, everyone, know that you are loved because God loves you, and so do I. Many blessings. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.